What's going on, everybody? My name is Mac. Across from me, my farm friend, basketball connoisseur, Garrett Howe. And we're back. And, you know, you're really unfortunate if you follow us on the Twitter sphere at pretzels. Yeah, at press underscore breaker. If you're you about not, to say pretzel right there. <laughs> <laughs> at pretzel breaker. Um, Bro, I love good pretzel. But last week, we had a, in my opinion, probably the best episode we've ever done. It was really good. Um, and the problem was, I re- I recorded in the wrong format. Um, so we are, you know, we're in the studio at the undisclosed location. We need to name this place, by the way. I don't. I don't mm. really know what <laughs> I don't know what to name it. The War Room. <laughs> Maybe we should release a poll with four or five names. Oh, that's true. And then let have the, you guys name let, it. Let the yeah. fans decide. That's true. But anyway, yeah, we were recording. Super good episode. I recorded in the wrong format. So when I got home, all you could hear was Garrett's mic, and Garrett's mic doesn't pick up enough to hear me as well. Um, it does like a little bit, but not like every single word I say, it cuts out a lot. It would have had to been like perfect settings and scenario for that to happen. So unfortunately we could not release that episode, but we are here. Um, this is technically going to be what the 21st. This would be the 21st. Yeah. Yeah. The 21st. Cause you know, last week was the 21st, but you know, we had a good episode of really just talking about whatever the heck we wanted to talk about. So I think today we're just going to ramble. We're just going to go on. We're just going to talk about the current NBA like it should be. I'd like to start off. You know, we right before the start, me and Mac talked about how Tony Snell last night had another recorded game of all zeros. Uh, and here's a good rule I just found because I was going to Rob Perez's page because he retweets about Evan Mobley's defensive stats. So I was gonna yeah, pull he's a good defender. Uh, but anyways, Rob Perez, great Snell rule here. For a true Snell to occur, at least 20 minutes need to be played. It took a lot of hard work to set the bar this high. Please respect the rules. <laughs> That's funny. That's what, funny. So, what do you think about that? Do you think it, the um, 20 minutes, you think it should be 20? You think it should be lower? Higher? I'm going to keep it a buck. To get a singular counting stat, you should be in the game for no longer than three minutes. I agree. I think. like Surely to God, something can happen <laughs> near your area on the court for you to pick up some sort of stat. In You'd almost think minutes. it's on purpose that everybody's like, you know what? Let's get Tony Snell. Nothing. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's that's let low him key. get nothing. You know how they always say like, uh, if you get a zero on the ACT, they'll actually give you a perfect score because it's harder to get none. Right. They mm-hmm. get all of them. Right. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that's kind of what it is with the zero, with the zero rule, the Snell, the Snell. Uh, also on the Snell topic, you said how often that happens. Here's a whole list. Of how often that has happened. Just this season? In twenty when it's in twenty minutes. The last person to do it when they played twenty minutes was Avery Bradley okay. in on the twenty second of October this year. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it happens a lot more than and, people uh, think it does. It looks like it happens so once twenty sixteen hit, it happened once a year. Minus twenty twenty. Oh, league's getting worse. But outside <laughs> of that, it doesn't confirmed. It's like I don't know. There's sort of it's almost yearly, but there's a few years there where it won't happen. Yeah. Um, Joel Anthony on here. Oh God. Let me let guess. Let me let's just kind of go through some of these names real quick. February twenty eighth, twenty twelve was when he did it. Um January 9th, two thousand eleven. Oh, against the Blazers. Kind of uh, close. 
Here's another name for you on here. Hollis Thompson. Oh, dude. The <laughs> small forward yo, from the Sixers. Hollis Thompson. I always got him and Rondé Hollis Jefferson mixed up on 2K. So when my my career would trade for Hollis Thompson, I'd be like, yeah, dude, we get we get Hollis Thompson thinking he was Rondé Hollis Jefferson. And sure oh, enough, oh, here's no. another gem. John Salmon. Salmons. Oh. Salmons. Would you say it's Salmons? I'd say it's Salmons. I think it's Salmons, yeah. I wouldn't say Salmons. Nah, no that doesn't shot. sound right. No shot. Zero. Zero chance. Uh, when did he do it? Oh nine, February thirteenth, two thousand eight. Oh, dude, the only like, down. there's a couple big names on here, but obviously it's when they're old. Like Glenn Rice did it, but it was in two thousand one. I think he was old at that point. Like I think that was on the downhill. Surely, oh. right? Gotta be. That's what we're. Yeah, it was for sure, no yeah. doubt. Boy, Pat Connaughton did it in twenty nineteen, day after my birthday in twenty nineteen. Uh oh, that's March fourth for anybody asking. Uh. Also, the last two times it's been done in 20 minutes is against the Suns. So maybe <laughs> maybe there's a trend there. They're just an elite defensive. Maybe and there's and a trend there. They they run just to anybody offense and defense on Tony Snow. But yeah, so like I said, I came to this Twitter page initially to find Evan Mobley defensive stats. And so far this season, he has 43 blocks, only 45 fouls. Uh, he has a plus 3.6 defensive EPM. I don't know what that means. Efficiency per minute? Nah, no like, shot. I mean, maybe, but uh, like that just seems like a so weird wording. The Cavs' defensive rating with him on the floor is second in the league at one hundred point six, and when he's off the floor, it's one hundred seven point four with and twelfth in the league. Because they're so athletic. That's why they're so athletic. They're young. They get after it. They want to play basketball, man. And Jared Allen is such a duo. And Darius Garland opinion. is a good defender for how small he is. He is. He's he's not bad. They need they need Sexton back, but yeah, it's kind of impressive that they're still hanging around without him. Yeah, honestly. I agree. It's crazy that they're above five hundred. If anybody heard that bump on the table, <laughs> but uh, you know, I wanted to kind of run something by you here for. A I'm second. ready. I'm always ready to get run by. What if I gave you three trivia questions? Okay. And we alternate. So yeah. this week I give you three trivia questions on the NBA. And you get a score, you know, two out of three, one out of three, zero out of three, three out of three, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then next week, you'll give me three trivia questions. Okay. And at the end of the season, we compare and see, like, well, whose overall record is better. Okay, so how, what's the hardness of this question to start off? Um, how hard did you start off? For me, it's like, oh, two out of ten, maybe. Okay. Uh, but like you, I mean, it's trying just, to decide how deep in the files I'm gonna have to go here. It's just a uh, good, I don't even know, like refreshers. You know, All it's right. just good stuff to test your brain. All Bring right. it to me. And these are straight off the dome too. I'm not writing these down or anything. Who was the 2011 Finals MVP? One Finals Mavs versus the Heat. One would assume it had to be Derek, right? One might assume. But assuming does bad things. <laughs> um, Wasn't Sean Marion. Literally, for some reason, I'm in between Dirk and J.J. Barea. And that's oh, like, honestly. Mm. Uh, All right, what you guess, man? I'm going to go Dirk. I'm going to go Dirk. It was Dirk, yeah. Okay. It was Dirk. It was Dirk for sure. Um, Okay. I just had to. I had to give myself other options. And I couldn't. Um. Who has the highest points per game in NBA history for not making an All Star team? 
it's uh, Bradley Beal. Talked about it. Yeah, two weeks ago. yeah, no, I, that's why. I that's why you wanted to make sure I was. Yeah, I was no, listening. Yeah, I wanted to make sure you were Wait, really paying attention. Wasn't that just last week that we talked about that? I felt like we were in here that we talked about it. Or am I just? No, we were 100%. No, we were 100% back home. Uh, I can't. And it made it to an episode because somebody texted me about it. So I know it has to be three weeks ago because we took Thanksgiving off and then I made the boo-boo last week. Um, Okay, third and final. Who is? Ooh. Ooh, okay, I got you. Name the three pl- active players currently out of the Toronto Raptors rotation. Three. Goran Dragic. He is technically active, yeah. right? Yeah, there's one. Malachi Flynn. Or is he in the G League currently? <laughs> he is. He's in the. He's in the. Uh, he's in the rotation. How much does he play? Seven minutes a game. Oh, eight dang. minutes a game. Yeah. Um. It's not looking hot for him. I'm gonna say Chris Boucher. I'm gonna assume that he's out now. Uh, you it? might be right. I think you actually might be right. Uh, because I think Justin Champagne or however you say his last name played in place of Chris Boucher last week. Uh, and, la- and last night we'll get to that. Uh, OG's hurt right now, right? I I meant like no, I know not good enough to make the rotation. Oh, not good enough. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm just trying. To, I was just asking. Hurt is he? OG is hurt, yeah. Okay, uh, 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 um. Lucas Noguera. <laughs> me. Uh. I don't have one. I get it. I have one. I really, I'm trying NFL to. NFL running back turned NBA player, David Johnson. Not, it's not really yeah, David no, Johnson, but, like, but his name is David Johnson. There's a dude David Johnson. named David Johnson NBA. Yeah, on the Toronto Raptors. What? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the Raptors last night and the absolute wow. heartbreak. Uh, off a three-game win streak, too. So, you know. They the same trend they've been on yeah. all year. Yeah. So, a really heartbreaking one. They could have picked up the fourth win against the OKC Thunder, right? Yeah. Thunder scrappy. Yeah, they're scrappy. They can get it done in some games. I'm mad it had to be against my Raptors. But if I'm not mistaken, I think Yuta Wantanabe had an amazing game last night. Uh, while you're looking that up, I'm just going to go ahead and say the shot that Van Vliet settled for was one of the worst potential game winners I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, he is so much better than that shot to me, so I just didn't understand, like, what. I mean, he had Lou Dorn on him. No. Who was it? He got Shea switched on to him. Oh, I mean, Shea's lanky. No, I know, but I understand. It's tough. But I think that he should have tried, I don't know why he tried to take Shea off the dribble. That just, like, plays into Shea at that point, I feel like. I feel like trying to. Can we just talk about how spread out. Chris Boucher actually started last night. I didn't know that. So who is the third? Who would be the third player then, out of the rotation? Uh, Precious. But he was hurt. I mean, yeah, probably. Oh, true. OG's day to day though. I think Precious was in street clothes in the video I watched. I think Precious is like out, thing. out, like four to six weeks out. Yikes. Uh, I could check up on that, but I don't really know. I wish the NBA app was better about doing that. You know what I mean? That's one thing. I wish there was a basketball reference app. Yep. So bad. That's the one thing I love about fantasy basketball is I always know who's True. who's injured, how True. long. Like it's perfectly updated. Like that's True. the best yeah. thing about fantasy basketball. If you're just a casual basketball fan, I agree. Like it tells you, you know Birch. everything. 
Kim Birch didn't play last night either. I thought yeah. I knew this question, but I mean, I mean, <sighs> Nick Nurse be changing his strategy every game. Nick Nurse definitely is a he would see what he's feeling kind he's of. He's a good coach though, man. He's a good he coach. He is better than Dwayne Casey. Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. want to make sure he he created the scheme that caused Dwayne Casey to win Coach of the Year. So, I mean, yeah, built the Pistons. Yeah. Didn't know if they fired him or not. Nope, they sure didn't. But Cade going hard. Listen, you can't really fire people on teams that are just bad. It's not their fault that they're bad. Unless you're the Sacramento Kings. Because then it's kind of your fault. The talent's there. Like, the Pistons don't have the talent. Sadiq Bay kind of sucks. But, like... he's Okay, so he doesn't suck. He is inconsistent. He's either hitting everything or he's hitting nothing. It's it's sad to see. But, I mean, he still averages, like, what, 14 a game, probably? Yeah, pretty close. 13, it is, the, the thing I like about Sadiq is he's a big boards guy for somebody that's not overly large. I just don't understand why Killian Hayes starts for that team. Could not tell you. I think that they are, like, he. we drafted him seventh overall. We have to play him until it literally is just not there anymore. Yeah. It kind of isn't, but he still has time, obviously, to rectify the situation. Yeah. Word. Any other one-offs you want to bring up before I get into like an actual topic here, like a um, deep dive? Because I'm interested to see what you have to say about it. But uh, I wanted to hear you out on anything you want to talk about real quick. Talked about the Raptors. Uh, the Timberwolves continue to win games, and they continue to lose games. But so yeah. <laughs> they either win, yeah. they either win, or most likely, like guys. I think of all their losses, I would say maybe five are by single. If I had to guess. I don't know that for a fact, yeah. so nobody quote me on that. But if I had to make an educated guess, I would bet that five of the 14 losses are by single digit. The rest are probably by double digit. Because last night the loss of the Jazz by 32. Yeah. How about uh, how about the Hornets not having LaMelo, Jalen, Plumlee, Rozier? All COVID. They got they got uh, cleared today. Five players on say, the Hornets roster got cleared back. for COVID. Uh, um, COVID bugs around. His yeah, jaw is out now again because of the COVID. Yeah. But, but wait. I, I talked about it last week. Uh, but I just got to say this, man. Shout out to LaMelo Ball, man. 20 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. And he is leading. He is up top 10 in like a lot of stats. He's also leading the Hornets in every stat. Every offensive stat. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, speaking of jaw, real quick, do you know that the Grizzlies were five and zero, like without him, their first five games without, and they had not lost. Really? That was as of Tuesday, I believe. So I don't know if they've played yeah. anymore, lost, whatever. But it, earlier in this week, they were five and zero without jaw. Since he Dang. went out with the injury bug. Man, my uh, my stats that I had for you about Lamelo Ball. They're not as impressive this week because he's been out, you know. So yeah, I can't even bring that up. But just know, like averages gentlemen. though, the averages, the averages were sick, are there. But Lamelo Ball was like leading in assist or something. He was like third in assist. He was leading in steals. He was like second in blocks among guards, or maybe he was first in blocks among guards. He was like thirteenth in the whole league in points, and he was like twentieth, or he was second of guards in rebounds. He was just killing it. His point totals are nuts. He is literally carrying Charlotte. On his back. And let me tell you, Gordon Hayward is really forming into a good second star. Gordon is the perfect second star, some would say. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, some would say. Um, Shout out to him. Miss you, Quinn. Um, maybe. 
Hey, I think he'll be at home next week. Maybe we can drag Ooh, him in. Ooh, might be able to drag him in for a second. I have to have him bring his own mm. mic because the tempo is so freaking sensitive. Well, we can fix the tempo. You think bro. we can get it? You think we, we can get it right? Yeah, we can get the tempo right, dude. <laughs> we'll uh, get it burning right. But, uh, do you have something you want to say? Uh, I was just going to say that the most unappealing, or not unappealing, but, uh, lackluster Giannis, like, stat sheet you've heard in a while. Okay. 15 points, one block, one steal, four assists, six boards in 30 minutes. That's just like a great value, Giannis. Uh, uh, the night line. before, in six less minutes, he had 27 points, 12 <laughs> boards, and two assists. Yeah, he's... Uh, I think... Hold on. Yeah, he only shot... He shot 4-13 last night, and I feel like 13 shots is just not a lot for Giannis. I agree. I mean, maybe he just felt like dishing, even the four assists isn't a lot either, so... Yeah. I don't know. I, Did I, they I, win? If they won, then, you know, GG's, who cares? But if they lost, then, yeah, you really got to step it up. Hold on, hold on. They lost by nine to the Heat. Yeah, you got to step it up, man. You got to step it up. Kyle Lowry probably clamped them, right? Oh, absolutely. 27 and nine for Kyle Lowry last night. Kyle Lowry's such a baller. Hey, Kyrie to the Heat. Kyrie to the Heat? I'm just kidding. I saw a YouTube YouTube thumbnail that was uh, Kyrie is going to, or like a, you know how people like can almost post like stories on there or something, like yeah. articles. Yeah, it was like a, the thumbnail for the article was Kyrie in a Heat jersey. It said Woj or Windhorse said that Kyrie will be traded, which I don't think oh he will. I don't Dude. think anybody's picking up that contract. <laughs> hey, you know the guy you're always hating on, Caleb Martin. <laughs> he dropped yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, last I night. know. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't notice this. Like yeah. last night, like as soon yeah, as yeah, bro. That's happened. why the Bucks lost. Caleb Martin's a yeah. freaking G. Caleb Martin is not. here to stay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But uh, big topic I want to talk about today. The biggest topic. Pacers rebuilding. You see that they're officially ready oh, to I rebuild. Oh, I meant to say that a second ago. Yeah. Uh, Miles Turner sweepstakes is hot, by the way. Really? Uh, so apparently I've seen mock trades. This has happened like four times in the Miles past Turner. two yeah. years. So <laughs> I've seen trades involved, not like obviously real ones, but like. Timberwolves, uh, Raptors. No shot, right? And I think do others' it. teams. Don't do it. Bro. But those are the two. Of course, I saw both of our teams. I had seen people like talking about trades and yeah. all this and those teams being interested and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I was going to read an ESPN article about five trades we'd want to see for Miles Turner, and, of course, it was blocked by a subscription. Oh, my to God. To ESPN Plus. And I have it, but I didn't feel like signing it in. Like, I just want to. Like, <laughs> okay, that's kind of on you. <laughs> no, but, like. I understand, but like A, I should be signed in, which pisses me off. But B, I'm just like, just why can't I just click on an ESPN article and not be blocked by something? That's true. Like ESPN is just like that's their thing. Is just a money grab now. Sports. Like why can't I just click on an article and read it? Because you used to be able to before ESPN Plus is what pisses me off about it. Yeah. Like come on. And yes, again, like Max said, it is on me for being lazy and not signing (laughs) in. But that's not the point of the argument. Okay. But, yeah, come on, ESPN. But what I wanted to tell you, or ask you, actually, was... Should they rebuild? No. You, really? You don't think so? No. You don't think this team is just dead and the idea is just not there anymore? I mean, I wouldn't... They're pretty what close to... What can they do? Nothing, I guess, but, like, what's the point of being the Thunder at this point? 
Who wants that? Why not stick where you can make the playoffs? But they can't make the playoffs. They're eight and thirteen. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. I didn't know they were that bad. Or hang they on, could, they could squeeze to the ten though. No, they're eleven and sixteen. Sorry, they could squeeze to the ten though. Ah, bro, I don't know, man. They're thirteenth in the conference. They would be the worst team in the league if Orlando and Detroit wasn't doing just ungodly bad at five and twenty-one and four and twenty. Hey, you know who's not ungodly bad anymore? Who? The Rockets are on a seven-game win streak. That's all that dude. They went on they're a fifteen. Crazy. I think they went on a fifteen-game skid, and then they're now on a seven-game yeah. win streak. How about that, dude? One and what's funny another. is in the West, the teams that are doing really bad were dominant teams literally like two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> San Antonio, Houston, OKC, New Orleans. Like OKC two years ago had Russ. Uh, no. no, it no. was the. Guard trio that was amazing to watch. CP3, Schroeder, and Shea. Oh, it was yes. Shea's first year there. They traded for CP3, yeah. and then they brought in Schroeder. Yeah, and they had a point three chance to make the playoffs, and they did. They it. made yep, because Chris Paul is the most is the best player ever at improving records. Teams. He's one of the best point guards to ever do it. That's for sure. Do you think he's the best? No, no shot. It's Curry. I agree. And then Magic. I mean, those can be interswappable, like. <laughs> Obviously, Magic's good at passing, pure point guard, whatever. He can play one through five, defend one through five. But Curry is just Curry, dude. Like, okay, he's, so he's just Curry. Here's a conversation I saw social media platform. What? Let's talk about John Stockton versus CP3. Ooh, okay. Because this guy, it was a TikTok, and he was like, it's like that thing you see him where it's like yeah. this player, this player, yeah. IQ. Yeah. And it was like, he gave Chris Paul everything, I think, except one stat, like even steals. Or even defense when John Stockton has the most steals ever, right? Yeah. I don't know how Chris Paul is. I don't know how close he is to that. But essentially what I'm saying is John Stockton gets a massive amount of disrespect just because he played with Carl Malone. And people think that that is like what carried his numbers. But like, if you listen to people talk about John Stockton, they talk about how he, he would literally bust them up. Like, because yeah. he was a top guard. People just act yeah. like he wasn't John a top Stockton guard. That's that dude, for sure. That's he what like, that dude. bothers me is that people just like, act like he wasn't a top guard and he yeah. was yeah he was like, like stockton's good the best like interview i saw about it was baron davis was said when that's like his second year they were in utah and john stockton literally did anything he wanted to him and would literally get to half court turn around back him down and get him exactly where he wanted him and then just do whatever he wanted from there like he was so good that he could just get you to a spot and that was it yeah like he would pass it score whatever he would do whatever he needed to do yeah to, wanted to do I love I I love players that operate like that. They get their opponent to one spot on the floor and then they just dismantle them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say that's like a weakness or whatever. It's really good when you're a great player all around, but you're then just an you, absolute top five like of all time in the, that spot. Like that's yeah, that spot is yeah. just like that your spot, spot is just your spot. It's money and like Kawhi Leonard does it so well uh, with the mid range. I miss Kawhi. DeMar DeRozan, anywhere around the free throw line, it's just his domain. He's going to knock it down no matter what. And, uh, you know, it's just fun to see that because, like, you know, obviously, it's like watching, you know, a fan of the game. You watch him and you're like, oh, he's at that spot. Uh He's about to do something. And then he does it and he sinks it. Like the Chris Paul uh, elbow fadeaway jumpers, dude. Like, that is money every time. And it's just so fun to see because you know it's about to happen. It happens, and you're just like, yep, he's just that good. I think uh, my favorite thing in the NBA is Kawhi shooting mid-range jumpers. Or yeah. at least, well, I'm not as much now. 
getting kind of yeah he gets hurt obviously he hadn't played i don't know his game just seems a little different than it was like in san antonio and toronto i don't know toronto he, was a different breed he, bro, he was sicko so, mode. like i remember i don't remember if you were there or not i think it was me you game one of that finals uh oh yeah I think was, yeah me you yeah. i think tristan was I, I think there me you Houston. tristan harvey cam forever watching yeah and i think i was literally sitting there and every time Kawhi would shoot from the like the free throw line area, it would leave his net. I'd say that's in, and it would just swish yeah. every time. Every time. I remember. It's I so... remember very vividly Mark Gasol shooting four for four from three in the first quarter in that game, and then not scoring for the rest of the game. That game, they, sure. yeah, that game they started out like insanely hot. Yeah, right? they started out hot. And I was like, oh my god, are we really gonna do it? <laughs> and then, sure enough, five games after that, they do it. Man, that's crazy. God, I love it. I love it so much. Maybe it'll never happen again in your lifetime, but at least you got to see it once, right? Yeah, at least. Yeah, some people can't say that. A lot of people. Like, really, an ungodly amount of fans cannot say that they watch their team win yeah, a chip. Yeah, true. Like, honestly. True. Yeah, it's like, honestly, yeah, it's a pretty big deal when your team wins, like, a championship. Bro, imagine being, like, a Heat fan in that yeah. era mm-hmm. when they uh, went to four straight, right? Yeah. Yeah, four straight. Yep. Yeah, because it was Mavs, Thunder, Spurs, Spurs. Yep. Yeah. Obviously, they didn't win all four, but just like being able to watch one, them go to four straight. Two out of the four. One out of the four. Two. Two out of the four. Yeah, because they beat, they beat the Spurs th- once. And the Thunder. They, w- they went loss, yeah. win, win, loss. Spurs were just better. Yeah, that second year. Dude, Tony Parker was just better. That's the thing. Oh that second God. year, the Spurs stayed the same, and I think the Heat's roster probably just wasn't as good. People don't the- realize that that 2011 Heat squad was bad besides for LeBron. Every, every squad really wasn't that great. If it wasn't for Norris, House starting if it wasn't for Norris Cole coming out the last two years, that Heat squad would have struggled a lot more against... Uh, I mean, Mario Chalmers did his thing. Well, I know, but like Shane having Betty both of them, thing. though, is what I mean. Like, like having the bench guy. Thing. They didn't have a bench guy, Rashard though. Rashard Lewis... Did his thing. He did, bro. He did his thing. I'm, I wish we would have been old enough to see OG Richard Lewis and like yeah, this, on like the that Sonics. That would have been a treat. That would have been an absolute treat. But <laughs> we didn't get to. We, we started rambling. We didn't get to talk about what I wanted to talk about. The Pacers, the Pacers. man. Yeah, dude. They got to rebuild. They got to get it done. I guess. Do I mean, I guess it does make the I most mean, sense. I mean, look, dude. You got Sabonis, Brogdon, uh, Miles Turner. I almost said Malcolm Turner. Miles Turner, Chris Duarte, which, by the way, hey, Chris Duarte? You have to keep him now. He's kind of that guy. That's like Karis, you got to trade Karis, man. You got to. Absolutely. He's just, I know what they got him for. They got him because they wanted him to develop into their guy, right? Like their uh-huh. number one option. And it's just not panning out. He is destined to be, like, I don't want to say a role player, but, like, a tier above that without being, like, the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the only dudes I think that are untouchable on this roster, uh, Goga, Chris oh, Duarte. Shot. You really think Goga Badatza? Like, can't get anything. From him. Like, keep him or lease him. Well, you could get something for him. I don't think you can. That definitely doesn't make him untouchable. That's w- Untouchable uh, would mean the Lakers can throw you LeBron for Goga Badatza. And I like, guess. Nah, I believe in what we have. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it's like, just like an aspect of not tradable. So I guess I should not not tradable. Obviously, you keep Isaiah Jackson at this point, rookie. Don't know why they dumped Aaron Holiday. Yeah, I thought that was weird. I, I, mean, I mean, he's not. He was literally old. starting like the yeah. day before they released him. I guess he doesn't have a fit in their roster anymore because they have TJ. 
TJ is it, a but guess what? TJ's out. So now it's yeah. like, man, wish I had Aaron Holiday because I don't have a backup yeah. point guard except Brad Wanamaker. Yeah. TJ McConnell and TJ Warren, man, both out. Yeah, that could be out, a. They're good. They're good. Has uh, TJ played it all this year? I don't think he has. No, I don't think so. Obviously, that probably doesn't help their chances of winning games. And Justin Holiday was also out. They're not that TJ Warren is that much of a difference maker. He's not as good of a player as he looked in the bubble. Let's get that clear. No, not the bubble. Pre-bubble. That's when he looked good, right? Pre-bubble? Yeah. Like right before they went? No, no. It DJ was. Warren in the bubble. Was okay, it was. You're right. It was the games before the playoffs in the yeah. bubble. That's what it was. Yeah. Eight games. Yeah, he looked really good. Playing games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he flamed the heat, talked a bunch of... No, he talked a bunch of mess before that. Never mind. Yeah. And then didn't play that good again. But, like, literally looking down the San... Or, not San Antonio, the Indiana Pacers roster. Their roster is about as boring as San Antonio roster. Bad. You've got... No, it's not that bad, but it's boring. Sabonis, two-time All-Star. Keep him if you want, but he can't be the guy. He's got to be the second star. But going down it, you have Malcolm Brogdon, which makes one. Rookie of the year, by the way. Miles Turner, two. Chris Duarte, three. Karis LeVert, four. O'Shea Brissett, five. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, seven. Tory Craig, eight. Uh, Justin Holiday, nine. Am I at nine? TJ McConnell, ten. And TJ Warren, eleven. You have eleven role players. You have eleven players that put in meaningful PT on whatever team they're in. Trade them like Jesus Murphy. Just trade them. Who cares if you overpay? You are literally rich right now in trade assets. You take Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Miles Turner, and literally Isaiah Jackson, and you throw it and throw in a pick with it, a first round pick, and send it to Portland and be like, hey, Dame, come here. I think they could honestly probably get 20 picks out of their roster right now. They could get so many. They could get right, two. Probably two yeah. for. So they let's say two, two legitimate stars. So let's say this. Let's just, let's just say they're keeping Duarte, Isaiah Jackson, and Batadze, right? Let's just say they keep the young guys okay. and they trade everything else. No, I keep Sabonis because he is one of your stars. You don't want okay, to- so are we rebuilding or are we just retooling then? I mean, it's rebuilding. It's fine. You can keep your guy and rebuild. Potentially. You definitely can. Okay, when so you're we're in not... in a situation where they have literally 11 players, not counting Sabonis, that put in... That's 12 players. That's true. They have a full 12-man rotation of meaningful players. Okay, let's think about... Let's look at it from both aspects. Let's say total rebuild, you're starting over from scratch. You say, keep the three I said... Sabonis, if you get no players back, you can get like four picks out of him. Like a like an actual first, a late first, and then probably two seconds. Let's be honest, second round picks really do not mean No, they don't a mean ton. anything. Sometimes they translate in the NBA, but this is not like most sports. That's second. literally just rolling the dice. People yeah. don't people don't hold on to their second round picks thinking they're gonna get a Jokic. No. Literally they second round picks, I'm th- I can think of like three, I think. I was thinking of them and lost them. Regardless, there's not that many anymore in the NBA. Like second round picks are not that important. Nah, I mean, you so got like Cameron, I so Cameron let's say Payne, was he a second round pick? No, the Thunder picked him in the first round, and that was a bad pick at the time. Yeah, it's worked hey, out now. Kind of panned out. No, yeah. Uh, so let's say you can get four picks for Sabonis, right? Okay. Oh, just four picks, not certain ones. And then let's say Karish, you can probably get two, a first and a second, not like a. Top 10 first, but probably just a mid to late first and a second. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Mm. 
How's he playing right now? 26 and 6. He's playing pretty good. You could maybe squeeze two first from a certain team, depending on how bad they needed a guard. Yeah, but do you need picks, though? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at it from both angles. I think you should turn it into instant value. Like, you're looking at trading. You could trade TJ McConnell, TJ Warren, and probably Miles Turner and get like a oh you get a Rudy Gobert kind of player out of it. Like you could probably get uh, I'm going blank on like who probably like a Nikola Vucevic type player. Um, I mean his stock is kind of low right now. So would you want to do that if you're the Pacers? You know that's a whole nother realm of things. But just like in the realm of possibility when it comes to players, if you wanted to keep Sabonis, you could easily trade. A lot of this core, a lot of this meaningful roster for two other stars to back them up and have just a big three and hope some young guns develop and hope you draft well and pick up well in free agency. Uh, so let's think about people who they could get. Obviously Dame, but that's if all the rumors are true, and usually they're not about him. But I don't know anymore. Bradley Beal. Yeah, he said he's not extending himself, finally. Yeah. I mean... I mean- Indiana should go after Bradley Beal. That's that's a given. Will he go there? I doubt they'd get him I, to a team in the East. Yeah. That's just kind of how the NBA works usually is people don't trade within conference that often. Like, not big players at least, yeah. right? Yeah. Am no, I right on yeah. that? Yeah, it doesn't happen too often. Yeah, you're exactly The only time right. that I can think of in recent history was the AD trade, but that's just because New Orleans really – New Orleans low-key won that trade, in my opinion. Not yeah. now because they've gotten rid of it all except Brandon Ingram, but – that's a player you could go after if you're Indiana. Brandon Ingram. Oh, man. Having Brandon Ingram, DeMontis Sabonis, and like a point guard, like a good point guard. Like you're thinking of Dame. You're thinking of Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, the sweepstakes is still out there for Ben Simmons. I think Indiana should pursue Ben Simmons, personally. There's a lot of teams that should pursue I'm Ben Simmons. I'm high on Ben Simmons. Uh, the Pacers could go out and try to grab like an OG Ananobi or a Scotty Barnes because they're literally identical players. Um you know, you could always grab, like, a Chris Middleton. Uh, I don't know if they want to break up that court in Milwaukee. I doubt it. But that's just the level of players we're kind of expecting from them. Um, end of the day, they got to do something, man. They got to they gotta make moves at the deadline. It's been a lot of swing and miss for Indiana since they, Paul George. It is done. They need to be done waiting and done trying to see if the team can play their cards right. They need to get out there, and they need to get some assets. They need to start flipping. Victor Oladipo was the biggest problem for them, just because, yeah. like, he was unlucky. really good. It really yeah. was unlucky because he was really good. He was making them better, clearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And was putting them in playoff positions to potentially win. They had him. But they then. They were a fifth seed one year with the video, mm-hmm. weren't they? Yep. But then, of course, the injuries, and I don't even know if All Depot's played in Miami this year yet. I don't, no, he hasn't, I don't think. I think his return's set for January or something. It'd be a big X factor. Oh, yeah. It'd be a Miami, massive X factor. Miami's low key looking like a finals contender. Like, mm-hmm. they are looking pretty good. Listen, like we've talked about a thousand times, and you'll agree, Kyle Lowry for Dragic is just a massive steal for mm-hmm. Miami. Oh, yeah. Because they're, the, they're very similar, but I think Lowry brings a little point oh now and now it's a steal because it doesn't even want yeah. to play see i so think that's i think Goran and lauer are pretty even on what they bring up until like two years ago and Goran's kind of regressed a little yeah i think Goran, lowry's regressed but not totally is lowry he, has regressed in ways that doesn't really affect his counting he's smart enough yeah he's, he's smart enough he's, he's good enough to defender smart. yeah it's that big caboose dude yeah it is the big caboose, the big caboose. oh man that big caboose 
But that, that's all I wanted to touch on today. Rambled like a mofozen. Oh, yeah. But, I liked it. But, hey, it was good. It was oh. meaningful. Um, so your record for the trivia two is and one. two and one. We're going to have to write that down. We're going to have to literally have a wall, have a piece of paper right there on the wall. Okay. Do you want to do record or we just want to do like point? No, we'll do record. So like okay. you're two and one, and then if you go three and zero oh next week, you'll be five and one. Okay, so or you know two what? We need now. a small whiteboard where we can erase it. Yeah, I agree. Instead of that. just like a piece of paper, two and one. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I agree. I agree. We need we a need whiteboard. A, yeah, we need a whiteboard. I don't know, man. Whiteboards are expensive. I don't know if it's a budget. <sighs> True. Are they really I, expensive? I don't think so. I'm okay. sure I could go to the Dollar General and get one for ten bucks. That's what. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Because like, remember in class when we used to do the whiteboard? You know, we hold up our answers and stuff. I bet whiteboards are dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what they're made out of. Nothing. <laughs> they're just made out of nothingness. They're, they just exist. Yeah. And we just conjures <laughs> just them up. Here. It's just raw material people are getting from the ground. They're just, right? they're just bro, they're just conjured up. <laughs> um, But, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the episode this week. Um, If you guys did enjoy, like the podcast, subscribe to it, you know, do all that fancy stuff. Wherever you get podcasts out at. Um, But, uh... Follow us on Twitter at press underscore breaker and uh, go cop the merch. The link is in our Twitter bio and yeah, we're going to get the hell up and out of here and uh, we'll see you guys next week. 9 a.m. EST, 8 a.m. CST for another episode of the press breaker podcast. And there will be a poll either tomorrow or Saturday about what the name of this undisclosed location should be. Yeah, from our, from our private studio here at the top of the penthouse in Abu Dhabi. And uh, if you're a racing fan, check out the F1 race this weekend. Points are tied up. Hey, question real quick before we close. What happened to this last race, this last weekend? I've seen a bunch of tweets about how it was crazy and wild uh, and all this stuff. Just shenanigans. Just normal F1 shenanigans J- that yeah, make people say. shenanigans. People running people wide. Okay. Should be penalties. Okay. Stuff like that. You know, just, I figured, but I didn't know. Yeah, the FIA is whoo, not looking good. But uh, They need a, a rules check. Yeah, they need a rules check. A big meeting. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys. So, we'll see you next week. Stay safe.